Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are now locked in to the GZ Chop Shop. Yo, what is up, everybody? Project Atachi here. Welcome back for another week of the GZ Chop Shop. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We have got an amazing episode lined up for you this week. Guys, we got a full panel here. It is going to be, it, guys, it's going to be amazing. And I would want, I, first, I want to welcome Gaming Ulysses, Harley Asylum, and Ladybird. Guys, welcome to the show. Whew. I'm excited. I, I wish you guys could have heard like the whole conversations we were having before the show even started. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like every time we got like started talking, they were like, "Wait, did you hit record already? Are you already recording?" And I was like, "No, no, I didn't record uh, the next time." Next we're time. nervous. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Actually, I'm gonna start it up with the funny story of how I first played with Ladybird on a game you know of what? God. No, you're yes, I am. No, you are not. Yes, yes I am. So, this is what happened. <laughs> So COD barely came out with their like uh, demo to play cross platform and all that. And I met Ladybird through another Discord and we were playing this game of cyber attack and <laughs> she was the last one alive, planted the bomb, and then she was just waiting at the bomb. About five seconds left, I tell her, hey Ladybird, just run around the bomb and scare the guy. She dies immediately as she steps out <laughs> and automatically starts going, fuck you, Yuli! <laughs> Can I just say that I told him I think I'm good behind the truck here. It'll be okay if I just wait for him to come okay. out. He's like, no, run around the bomb. And as soon as I freaking left my little hiding spot, that's when I die. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you guys have been checking out my Twitch live streams, you guys have probably heard Lady Bird on there. She has literally the best rants i have ever heard <laughs> just yeah. in general like they are just so hilarious and she will go from like zero to 160 in like a second and then she'll go right back down to calm right after she'll be like okay i'm done collages of these i i want youtube <laughs> compilations of just her flipping out for 20 minutes yes that would be good, <laughs> You'd that would be good. I, I think you'd be very popular on youtube oh yeah oh, definitely yeah. definitely ultimate. definitely Ultimate Rage compilation. Play this week. Wait, 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 wait who's Ladybird? The angry redhead that rants on Call of Duty every day? <laughs> I try I try to have days where I don't. It just It doesn't happen. It's so campy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but pretty much speaking on the topic of gaming, um and and something that since we're all gamers here and 
uh, it's actually a pretty good conversation piece. And this is actually thinks me takes me back to like, I want to say like the early 90s um, when the news and media were talking about just how bad video games were for everybody. Like, oh, my gosh, video games instills violence and, and all that stuff. And, you know, you, you wind up growing up and raging out like Lady Bird. So, <laughs> so, so now I want to talk about sometimes when video games are taken too seriously. And, and as you guys know, I sent you guys an article about uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Now, I'm, we're going to try mm-hmm. to avoid some, some spoilers here, but basically, um, and at this point, most people know, you know, you play as a character that does something that a lot of people didn't like happening to a very popular character um, in the game and they people have literally taken it to heart and were sending death threats to the actress that portrayed this character and and I mean you know she put it on Twitter and she you know for privacy purposes scratched out names and this was stuff that was like super serious this is stuff you hear like actors and and actresses in, in movies talk about it's like you know, they, they did their role so well or they killed a certain person's favorite character that these people take it to heart. And and it's like, you know, we were going to, you know, I, I they'd say things like, oh, I hope you die. Oh, you know, I hope something happens to your kids. And it's like, OK, this is the stuff that has people side eye, you know, video games, because this is this is the stuff that when we were growing up, we would get teased about. It's like, you know, video games becoming your reality. And now it's it's gotten to a point where do you blame the games for being too realistic or the people for being too self-absorbed in them? Mm. So I'm very curious on what you guys think about this. Like, do you feel that maybe the game is too realistic or that maybe people are just too, they grow too attached to these characters. So like, what do you, what do you guys think on this? No, you good. You good? Oh, no. I was going to say, I'll start off. People definitely take it too serious. Like you mm-hmm. said before, it wasn't just video games. It started off with movies. Mm-hmm. There, there was a bunch of people in movies and shows we know that we we grew up with and they ruined a role and people send them death threats for such a thing. It doesn't matter really that, you know, they either messed up the role, they killed someone you loved, they did something. You shouldn't really attack them. If anything, go after the writers, but don't send death threats. Just, just say, hey, I, I, I don't agree with this and I don't like it. Just leave it alone then. Don't don't be like, I'm going to find you and kill you or I'm going to do oh, this and this. That actually it. happened with Macaulay Culkin or something, didn't it? When he played on The Good Son as the evil boy. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. And he was or, just a uh, kid too and people like hated him. Yeah. Because it's, he just uh, played that role so well. Yeah. It's just like um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan when, you know, we all know what happened with Negan and with Glenn in The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Right. Um, a lot of people were like, I can't believe you. How would you do this? Because everybody was attached to Glenn. But like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is an amazing man and an amazing actor. So you can't oh, really like. I love him. Like and, he's, uh, he Dad makes Dad. a great yeah. Negan. Oh my God. He makes a great Negan. So you can't like, you can't hate the man for making an amazing character. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, is I when when people were talking about these death threats towards the voice actors, I, I don't, I haven't played The Last of Us or The Last of Us 2. So. I don't really know the voice actors. Um, so when you said like, like when they were talking about a voice actress, I was like, oh, it's some random voice actress. 
I didn't know it was Laura Bailey. She mm-hmm. is one of my most beloved voice actresses. You know, if you've ever watched her on Critical Role or uh, listened to her on, on any anime, she's fantastic. She's also one of the sweetest persons that you can ever meet. You know, she just had a baby with her husband, Travis Willingham. Um, and she's just like an amazing person. I can't understand how you can look at her and be like, she played this role, so she's an awful person. And actually seriously make threats towards her or her family um you know knowing who she is but also it wouldn't be okay even if you didn't know who she was because i don't understand that mindset of of seeing a a character and being like well obviously it's the voice actress that did it you know that's an odd disconnect for me yeah. You have a role and you play it well, or you don't play well, it well. Honestly, I feel like I feel like a lot of people think that people who accept roles know everything that's going to happen with their character when they accept them. But I can guarantee she probably got the role way before she knew what was going to happen in that scene. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and it, which, it's, been, it's been proven that a lot of movies, even movies, do that. They won't sometimes they won't tell their actors or actresses about certain scenes until like that day and uh, a good example is Christopher Nolan he didn't tell anyone the ending to The Dark Knight Rises until like they were all on set and he didn't even give them a script of it he verbally told them this is the end which improves I think honestly is a good way of improving the acting in the scene honestly like because they don't expect it either so it, it becomes a raw emotion for them that they have to act out. It's what they did a lot in the TV show MASH was um, anytime a character was killed off in the show they didn't tell anybody and so they had the scene all played up ready for the next scene and they would have somebody go in and be like uh, one of the actors who's playing in character to tell the rest of the actors that this person you know died in a helicopter crash and everything you saw was the raw emotion of losing their their not only you know the co what would it be co 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 actors yeah Yeah. but it was also losing their friend in the show so it's like raw emotion and they did that with everyone so like that was really cool how they did it and i mean a lot of times you just you get a script and you don't even know who the character is or what they do at all until you read part of the script and then it's like oh okay so this is what's gonna happen right. and then you know yeah. that's season one or that's episode one so yeah. you really don't know where how they're gonna grow how they're gonna become how they're gonna change or anything like that yeah right so well, what's and- about, about video games is you can you can do with the storylines what you really can't even do with movies you can Absolutely. go down a road that you cannot do with movies and people forget i think that it's art and it's absolutely absolutely you know you, you get the last of us 2 is a dark story it is not yeah. a happy of story course. and You're it's talking about a post apocalyptic world yeah, but, yeah. Um, so it's how, not gonna how be anybody could could play this game or or just watch the cinematics and expect anything good to happen is beyond me but yeah you know you can't judge video games in that way it, it, you'll you'll only of do course. a disservice to the industry yeah yeah and, well, and even when they you and the i scales, were having that conversation too when they um, when they look at the scales about like how much feedback people are actually getting like when they when, when 
you look at the statistics of what everybody was talking about. Everybody was talking about that critical point that, you know, started sending up those death threats and everything. And that only lasted actually for probably a couple of days. It was like a big spike in the conversation because everybody was in that moment of shock. And it also caused players because Metacritic is pretty much a player based review system where like across the board with the official review systems, you know, the game was getting rave reviews, like 95 out of 100 was getting high reviews. But then for Metacritic, the players were just so ticked. They were just like, no, 55 out of 100. You know, you you did this and and, and you know, we hate this character. It's like, but you're missing the point. You're getting. Yeah. Too Wasn't involved. it normally wasn't it normally the people who hadn't finished the game yet were the ones doing the terrible reviews Mm -hmm. and the people who had finished the game were giving it the high reviews because it Mm -hmm. builds up in the game yeah okay well it's not it's not only that but if you're getting angry about it the game did its job exactly yeah Yeah. a controversy says it all and the and the sell Absolutely. The game is the top selling game for PS4 or PlayStation in general. The fact it that it can be that immersive and well written that it captures somebody that intensely and mm-hmm. yeah, emotionally is um that's an testament to the to the writers, honestly. Mm-hmm. For real. Because um I we were having a conversation about this, Yuli, like months ago, um, when I was on yours um, about how you know game developers need to be allowed to have their creative process without people expecting anything from it in order to because they're writers they're not you know they're not trying to sell you a product they're trying to sell you a story yeah and yeah. Um, you know the whether they get that story right or wrong that's not really an issue it's it's whether the story is good and immersive and um you know enjoyable in the end it enjoyable is a weird word to use with a game like the last of us it's where true. it's true though it, it oh, is very true. right yeah it, you know enjoyment <laughs> makes it sound like it's happy happy joy joy which it's not but you know whether you remember the experience with a positive outlook you know as opposed to like looking back and you're like that game was terrible which by the way thinking about a lot of games from my childhood recently i'm like oh that game was trash and i spent so much time on it (laughs) you know but you just love the simplicity or the gameplay yeah yeah Yeah. but this game is going to be one that i think you know people look back at and they're like you remember when that came out and it sparks conversation Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the happy, happy, joy, joy, ladybird because that's a very valid point. <laughs> <to do> this <laughs> fact. <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm looking at it like, it, especially with the way things are, and you got to look at the time that The Last of Us is coming out. 2020 is a very crazy year, and and it's something we're going to touch on too later in the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and everybody comes to, and this this is I think in general, everyone goes to their favorite shows, they go to their favorite games. And we are so used to the hero being triumphant under any circumstances, doing the impossible, overcoming. Which can be boring. Yeah. Yeah. And and then you got to think like, because even some cat, uh, I want to say, I think her name is Lena Headley from Game of Thrones. I think she was getting death threats. And it's like you said, the, the, they're supposed to upset you. If they've, if they've upset you, they've done their job. Nobody raves about a movie where the villain was boring and unpredictable if it wasn't a comedy. 
Like, if it's supposed to have that impact and you didn't feel threatened by the villain in some way, then they fail. And Game I, of Thrones is a perfect, and, perfect analogy to that too. Yeah, yeah. And and look at how many times you didn't go to get. If you didn't go to Game of Thrones expecting someone to die, that was on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was all that, on you. you. Um, nobody. You went to every episode of Game of Thrones with your fist clenched, grabbing on your pockets, like, all right, oh please, who's gonna make it? Who's gonna bite the dust? And, and you got you got sucked into the story, but you knew what you were getting out of it. And if it wasn't your thing, you know, you just you stop watching. Um, I do feel that there's an issue among gamers because we're in control of the narrative that when it's out of our control, we become disgruntled. We become bitter because, you know, we are so used to being the hero, even if, you know, from the classic Mario. Yeah, Peach is in a different castle, but eventually we get Peach. Yeah, okay, cool. She's in a different castle, but guess what? I'm going to I'm going to save her. Now, if they change the narrative and we're like, "Hey, you know, Peach and Bowser, they've been bumping uglies too long and she finally got squashed under him one day. She's not in a different castle. She's dead." Can you imagine the backlash? Look, your face right there is the prime example. People would lose their minds. I'm a bad thing. Yeah, but you're you're comparing Mario to The Last of Us, and The Last of Us, even in number one, no one was truly a hero. No, even even Joel wasn't a hero. Yeah. The only reason you liked Joel is because you felt the pain the first ten minutes. If you didn't fucking cry, I'd, you have no emotions on yeah, The Last right. of Us Part One. Yeah, but you, but once you hit that time skip, you knew Joel wasn't a good guy. He even says it like we've done evil things, we've done bad things. Mm-hmm. So in that game alone no one's a hero everybody's a hero like their own hero in a sense which i think was good though yeah it was definitely refreshing it was uh, like a perspective of what it might really be like in a world like that there there would be no heroes there'd be people doing the maybe doing their yeah they'd be doing their best maybe but that doesn't make their decisions good yeah so they're best to survive for themselves yeah right yeah pretty much I guess you could say uh, is everyone's personal image of hero or good guy was imposed upon these characters. Um, and it's just like what we said earlier with The Walking Dead. We rooted for those characters because we saw life through their eyes. So everyone who was against them <clears throat> was the villain. When in retrospect, if you know we saw it from the other side, they would be our quote unquote heroes and the group we saw would be the villains because we all know a lot of the choices that they made weren't for the betterment. It, it was so they could survive. Their community could survive. Their group could survive. And it was the same all around. Every group they ran into, however they survived, to them that, that you know, they were the good guys. So I guess the, a lot of people just weren't expecting the shift in perspective. Um and it wasn't until people got, you know, that are getting to or took the, the the whole chance and actually played through the game and realized it's all about, you know, who the story follows, really. And, yeah. and, and realizing, you know, not every choice was was the right the right choice. And if you played The Last of Us Part One uh, and you got to the end and, you know, you pretty much know, you know, the big the big a literal world changing decision that Joel made. And and even that brought up some controversy in the end, not you know to the extreme of people get death threats, but it's like, was he the hero or was he the villain? Was he 
was his inner father taking over? Like, was he being selfish or, or was he just being, you know, uh, a father? What what would most people do in that situation? Do you sacrifice someone you see as your child to save the world? Or do you, you know, say, you know, screw the world. We're already screwed up anyway. And, yeah. Uh, right. And it just everything just comes full circle in 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 this game. And I guess people just didn't they just didn't take take to it <laughs> very, I, I kinda, very well. I, I kind of wonder if, if some of uh, at least a part of the reactions of the game are a reflection of people's own uh, uh, controversies, like maybe with themselves, like how they would struggle with those decisions. Yeah, if that makes sense. Possibly. Yeah. The psychological aspect right. of it. I mean, in most choice-based games where you actually have choice like Mass Effect or whatever, uh, when people are feeling like adventurous, they might make like all the dark side choices. But when most people play it the first time and they play it seriously, you know, of they course, make... they try to go Paragon. Yeah, yeah. They try all to Paragon. Make all, the, all Paragon. They try Absolutely to make the choices Paragon. that they literally feel are the right choices. I can't, I can't right, watch my boyfriend play choices. Renegade. I cannot watch it because he does the most horrible <laughs> things. And I'm just like, yeah. why would you do this? He's like, I love his characters too. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just, Absolutely. he's like, I would never do this. And I'm like, but then why are you doing it? He's like, because I'm a completionist. Yeah, this is no yeah. goosebumps. Choose your own story. Yeah. Turn back. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this kind of brings me want to talk about something else that was on that article. So I've I've personally played Ghost of Tsushima, and I love the game. Love it. It is a fantastic game. And as you know, someone who got to live in Japan and has always been interested in Japanese culture, I felt that they did it justice. And now this is where, like, I want to say not it's not even gamers but like maybe reviewers big industry whoever has a say in you know these kind of things they're feeling that uh and i don't know if it's just they're hopping on a bandwagon because when we get a lot of american adaptations to japanese movies you know there's always the the outcry of like oh why did you americanize it you know why did you why did you change things and there's always there's already the beginnings of that with this game and it's kind of funny because uh, the Japanese gamers actually love the game. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's already feedback saying like, you know, oh, well, you know, why why is there this American twist on, you know, the Japanese heritage? And I don't think there really is an American right. twist on it. No. From what I've seen, uh, watching you play it, no. No, I have a knee-jerk reaction to things and with yep. things like that I know that um, American companies have a tendency Last to put their spin on, on, <laughs> on things and well I mean which makes sense because when you grow up in different cultures you know like World War II is seen by Japanese and German people differently than we see it obviously yeah. you know they have a different told history than we do a different moral behind what happened um so it's understandable that any time an american company touches any or any other country's company touches something that is not their own area and culture there's going to be a bit of a difference in viewpoints so i think that 
that justifies some sort of knee-jerk reaction, but that doesn't actually make it okay. Um, so people immediately jumping on a game that's made by an American company about Japan um, is something that's a little bit unnecessary, and maybe they ought to actually give it a chance, because the fact that an American company... Like, because what matters in the end is not who makes it, but... Um, how it's made whether they whether they treat it with respect you know mm, whatever right. topic they're writing about and um and write it that way i think is what matters the most so yeah i don't know anything about the game to be honest <laughs> i've never played it i've never seen it but it looks pretty very pretty gorgeous gorgeous game great game yeah Our console game i mean wow yeah, and you could tell there was a lot of love put into it. You could tell that they they tried their best to do you know their research to pay homage where they could. And the thing is, what a lot of people are probably forgetting is you know whoever came up with the idea that could be anyone. That could be anyone. That could have been someone who spent time in Japan and was like, you know what, I right. think this would be an amazing game to make. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they probably ran with it. And this is where I'm saying, like, the lines get very, very blurred where gaming is involved. And we've come such a long way. And when you think about it, a long way in a very short time frame, because before, you know, people didn't give video games really the time of day. It was a niche thing. And now, you know, in 2020, video games are being converted into movies. Video games are a booming industry with no sign of slowing down. They're literally considered a sport. To make them in the movies and failing. Yeah, that's the yeah. only industry yeah. they fail in is movies. Detective Pikachu was the only one that you, did good. You cannot take something like a video, a good game with a good storyline and make it equally on par with movies. So here's that's what funny. I'm going to say. I liked Doom. I'm just putting that I out was gonna there. Say, that was one of my you favorite. Just like Carl you just like Carl Urban. Carl Urban, you just like him. Carl, Carl oh, Urban's I, been in a lot of stuff. Listen, it's not my fault that he is a sexy piece of man meat that also wow. has an intelligent freaking mind, by the way. And he's good at acting. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. Hey, just because you want to bake cookies on him because he's that hot, okay? <laughs> she, she likes Absolutely. it because his lips are real pursed when he talks. He's be looking at his curly <laughs> lips. That's what it is. There's just something oh. about oh. the way he does that American wow. gravelly accent. American yeah. gravelly accent. Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh my God, Christopher wow. Walken over there. Don't. Don't get me started on oh, access. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so, God, let's not turn this into that kind of thing, all right? What I what I what I what I wanted to say was like you know, Warders was talking about like, you know, video games not being failing on the screen. I feel they fail for several and I'm guilty of this as well. The bias to a video game being turned into a movie is gonna be immediate. It's just gonna flat out before it even hits the screen. And the only no, reason, well, actually, no, we've had we've had another success. We actually had a good success with Sonic. And the only reason Sonic succeeded is because oh, wow. when everyone panned it before it was released because of the design and, yep. and all that, the, the gamers they were they like, got no. they, yeah. got they got cyberbullied. They got like it is. Back into redoing it, reshooting oh, it. And then <laughs> at that point, it was it literally became gamer versus gamer because at that point it was like i think no one expected that to happen so they were like oh shit now what yeah they actually listened yeah and now if you pan it that's on you because they're doing what you wanted so if you don't support it 
that's on that you. That you just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's kind of like the point where movie, you know it's on. Yeah, and, but I think they pick a lot of the wrong games to turn into movies because yep. a lot of people come in and everyone plays a game differently. Um, if, for example, you could in my wildest dreams, you could never make a Skyrim movie. No. And I right. honestly, oh, you can. But then everyone it would plays have to it. be a very specific story. It would have, have to be like made into a, movie. a TV what, show, you? maybe a TV well, show. HBO is- could pick this up. The potential for like decent like video game adaptations of shows and movies is not being the lore, but adding to it. Not like when they made Resident Evil, everybody assumed like, oh, they're going to redo Resident Evil one. It's like, no, no, no. Fuck that. Don't don't remake a game into a movie. Why don't you like add a story that's like in between games or happens in the background of a game and adds more to, to the, the game? Yeah. yeah. So that way, you like you're not you're not taking away from the game. You're just like, oh well, there's this character, and maybe we can see him in the next game, and then boom, next game, there's the character. Oh shit, we're playing as this guy. I just saw him on the movie. Now that Hell yeah, that is a that's good a idea. good idea. Yeah, that is a very good idea. If they went about it that way, that would be so basically kind of like what Marvel was doing with Agents of Shield. Even though you know the exactly. big the big screen people weren't on the show, but the what happened in the movie was reflected in the show. In the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sucked if you never watched the movies, but you were watching the show, which so was really weird. Confused. Yeah, I guess you would be confused. Then, but that wouldn't make any <laughs> sense, like especially it. the whole Colson thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. But actually, let me backtrack but, on you though, because I want to say the Final Fantasy movies were fantastic. I didn't understand them. I didn't know what the hell was going on, <laughs> but I loved them. Wait, wait. Now which, I don't know if you ever watched them though. Which final? Because. There so, was the Spirits Within, which really wasn't attached Spirits to Spirits Within the- was like some yeah. weird obscure. I loved it though. Like, I don't know what it was, but I loved that the, movie. The, the like, animation was actually done very well. Like, it, yeah. it, it was a weird ass well. story yeah. that I didn't know where it came from. And I didn't, well, I hadn't played any of the Final Fantasy games either, so I didn't understand. Japan wants to keep you on your toes. But yeah, yeah. it was such a good movie. Yeah. Well, we're like, talking it, about as animation. a movie perspective, though. Like, yeah. from, from somebody who doesn't play those games and doesn't understand any of the lore or anything as just a moviegoer I thought it was very good so you, well you would have already gone in with no bias to it and that's usually the people that like yeah movies. that's true you, you I very rarely no have bias on movies I'm also very forgiving of movies I was very forgiving of Star Trek Discovery that's what I'm going to leave it at and I'm not going to get into it I'm not touching that one. No, not with yeah. the nine and a half foot pole. I'm not yeah. touching that one. That's a whole nother podcast, Itachi. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole It's going to take the whole episode. Because you're asking for you're asking for it. I'm so glad I didn't wear my Star Trek shirt for that. Yep. Anyway. As somebody who is a Star Trek nerd, I will say I was one of the most forgiving fans of it. Obviously. And, yeah. Well, let me just put it this way. I'll leave it at this. I had to watch it as a sci-fi show, not a Star Trek show. I, okay. I treated yeah. it as a completely okay. different series. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Roddenberry Star Trek didn't have any hand in Falcon? it, therefore it is not his. Get him off the you podcast. <laughs> Get, he's done. He's done. He is done. And from that day on, Yuli was never found on the podcast. He was never oh, found. That's okay. I watch videos with him that every morning. So I'll get it back later. Oh, oh God. You get a golf clap. <laughs> that you are a terrible human being. All to all of my Trekkies, j- 
just know I do not condone this behavior. <laughs> hey, hey, all you Trekkies out there, if you want to at me, at me. You'll get my shit up then. <laughs> I at you every day, bro. <laughs> oh, no. But, Let's yeah. not talk about <laughs> Yeah, gaming gaming to movies is, is it's it's wrong for several for several fronts. Um, one because big business wants to cash in on a hype train, so they don't show what the love and respect it deserves. They want to cash in on the title because, in their eyes, gamers have money. You know, games are seventy dollars mm, now. Well, we so gotta blame like, EA oh. for that too. Yeah. Oh my EA gosh, Rockstar. Both of them. EA. Their numbers are crazy. Rockstar yeah. has been milking GTA 5 for how long now? Oh, they're going to add it to the PS5 now and the new Xbox? Oh, they're going to milk it for a lot longer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. But, but they can EA get away with it because gamers love it and they eat well, it up. Not only I'm that, not a fan. GTA did it right in the sense where you can actually grind and make the money. The shark cards are just there in case you're just a lazy fuck with money. Mm-hmm. EA <laughs> is the only one that I noticed that's like, we're going to add this paywall here with everything you yeah. do because oh, we're actually yeah. paywalls of yeah. good lord yeah EA should just change their name to paywalls from now on I don't want to get waiting in. for the current DW, generation of gamers <clears throat> to just not be able to play video games anymore because we're literally the only obstacle in their way from just making solid paywall games because we're the ones that are like nah we remember how it is you we not paying for that so they're waiting for the new yeah. generation of gamers to grow up that don't know the difference and then EA is going to be like screw you guys these are the gamers paywall I only got back to World of Warcraft because it came out with WoW Classic and I actually earned shit right yeah and it's also it doesn't help that and this is just in general uh, the new generations are kind of like instant gratification it's like I want it and I want it now why do I have to why do I have to grind for it? Why do I have to spend these hours playing for it? But the glory well, that comes with grinding. With apps. D- yeah, you're app right. Yeah. App, yeah. App, app, app gaming. Oh, app gaming is definitely yeah. the best. Like Clash of Clans, like, oh man, I gotta wait two days for this. Oh wait, 10 <laughs> gems to just, like... Bro, I have that? little coloring book apps that I love and they have... <laughs> the they, they have coloring pictures that you can't play unless you pay for them and yep. I'm like so there's like literally 20 free coloring pages and then the rest of them you have to pay for and that's so I, and that's so ridiculous and I, I I've talked about this on on previous shows it's like why did this start when did this start and and you know is it our fault did we do this I mean you know that's the thing we, we did, did not did we, we did it? not we did not. I think we did it on accident. I don't think we realized what we were doing. So how? So we I, did it when we started allowing like DLCs to be a thing. Yeah, I was going to say. Fought well, back into it. Yeah, like we never fought back against DLCs. We when did. COD came out with the first ever DLCs, like Map Pack One, Two, and Three. We were all for it. It was fifteen yeah. bucks. Map Pack. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Zombies, absolutely. All for it. I'm dead. We all had a monster, and we didn't realize uh, it. Well, La Noir introduced the very first uh, season pass. Oh, and then, season passes. Yeah, and then uh, it went it went downhill from there because. Oh yeah, speaking. It wasn't so bad. Be- it wasn't that bad before. It was occasional. I loved, I loved Destiny yeah, One so much. Oh yeah. And then they started coming out with these these freaking DLCs and pay right. to play, and then went into Destiny Two, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, can, I yeah, couldn't yeah, keep it's up. It's a free to play with paywalls. I yeah. couldn't do yeah. it. 
Speaking of EA, I used to I I've played The Sims since like the the first Sims games, and they oh, were always so fun <laughs> to download the little, you, you know, um, well, you know, back then their little expansion packs, including like the pets ones, which are always my favorite. They were like maybe fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, right? Now you go to get the expansion packs, and they don't they have like less things in the expansion packs than they used to. And they're like fifty dollars. They're yeah, full they're, price. They're yeah. almost as much it's as the crazy. If you want to talk about expansion packs for Sims? Sims Four, uh, pet cats and dogs. Their DLC for that. You buy that, you only get half the shit. You have to buy a smaller. I know. Then you have to buy the other thing. To buy the other half. I know. You have to buy the stuff. What the fuck? Trouble for it's something It's not like half that? the expansion pack. It's Th- called that's all they do packs, though. Yeah. It's so that rehatching well, that, of, the, of the same oh, bullshit yeah. for money. EA is a yeah. fucking EA, EA went full asshole with the Sims fuck. 4. They did. They, they did. released an unfinished game. I remember buying that thing when <laughs> well, it came here's out. Another and, thing, though. And they didn't uh, the reason... have rules yet. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Well, here's another thing. We know EA is very greedy because when they come out with their sports game and they have the ultimate teams and you get those fucking card packs, I, I know actual people that spend 600 to 1000 oh, a year. God buying card packs just to like get their ultimate team up just so then next year they do the same thing no thank you you know what no nope. i can't even judge that though because we're having the madden got the biggest freaking money grubber of them all which is our favorite cod maker <laughs> and, and i swear every time i'm like i hate this game and i rage about it and i rage about the missed shots the invisible bullets the campers they the you know whatever the win. new gun that's way overpowered <laughs> that for some reason they don't just release not overpowered and then and then when they drop a nico pack i'm like please have my tony dollars you know <laughs> like i can't uh, even help it <laughs> well, you know what i so, can't I, I can't blame call of duty for that because you know you're getting the maps free and then you have a season pass to buy characters and customization you don't really need any of that shit to play the game and have a good time that's oh, just, I know. Yeah, that's just something to grind for give you or, like a little incentive to keep playing or be good like what yeah, they yeah. give you you can definitely be pretty damn good at you buying stuff doesn't make you better it seems that's true. in the game so yeah. here, here's my I, I would need packs because I can't play COD to save my life or y'all's life like we'd all die here's my, here's my little thought theory you know and and yuli when you said they're you know they're giving you the map packs and stuff for free and if anything i typically on a normal day-to-day basis would agree i'm like you know they're giving you these map packs for for free and and all this stuff but there's two games that have completely debunked the need to even spend money for any of this stuff so when destiny 2 first came out before the house of wolves was even released um and they were releasing these videos like yeah our team is hard at work building this from the ground up and people were calling them out because they had glitched themselves into the somewhat undeveloped (laughs) world it just hadn't been unlocked and the whole world was there ready for play and people were like yo it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here. What do you mean you're right? Developing it. You silly bastards. And they, they were so quick to be like, oh, you know, fix this, fix this. And they, they just kind of swept it under the rug. So this makes me think that when the games are being developed, these maps are built. They are already built. And this is just my personal theory. These maps are already built. 
they're already set and they're on a systematic release just like people with social media you can right. set your social media to have you want to tweet to go out at 12 o'clock there's like 13 different programs that can do that for you and you oh. could have them set to do it every single day for an entire year until you're tired of paying for it nobody's gonna know you didn't sit down and make that tweet that very right. day nobody's gonna know oh Right. Also, with Modern Warfare, half the maps are already built. They're just taking maps from old games and putting and them in there and, and like adding a few boxes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they know the veteran well, player base is going to know, and they know the veteran player base is going to be like, okay, well, I'm not going to pay for what I've already paid for. Right. Again. And they still won't give us Terminal, which is amazing to me. Which, by the <laughs> way, if you're going to tell me that, well, they do give us free maps and stuff. Okay. Yes, they do. Here's my. But, They're gonna make us but, pay for terminal watch. But, but they oh, give us the oh, shittiest maps too. They literally <laughs> yeah. give us maps that aren't worth five dollars. I will say that. Fair. Yeah. Absolutely freaking Infinity Ward. I have a question about maps. Actually, now that you brought that up, is the prop hunt is that a DLC or is that like something you had to pay to get? That was temporary. That was free. Yeah. yeah. It was that was free. Was okay, that one's cool. That's my favorite thing in the. I wish cards, they would so. bring that back. It seems like the stuff that people, or I guess not as many people wanted it as I thought. I loved Prop Hunt, but I guess oh, Prop Hunt was, was so fun. cool. But I guess if it doesn't get a certain number margin, then you know they're they're not going to push to keep it because they're just not going to see being able to benefit from it long term. Um, they realized before they listen to the smaller player base of well i never play the story i just want multiplayer so they figured that's what everybody across the board wanted and then they really, right. yeah and then they released what was a black, black ops 4 was a fantastic example um and then they, they realized want zombies and infinity war needs to fucking produce you're yeah, not wrong it's okay in this what's <laughs> triggered this begs the the story like should games really be worth $60 or that predicted if you're price gonna of pay that much? Bucks? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, they shouldn't. If your game is going to be mostly online, it, yeah, you should drop it down to 30 or 20 bucks because you'll right. make your fucking money back. You'll make season. that money back. You also Fortnite have to pay... You also have to pay yeah, for... Okay, plus PlayStation Plus, like ESO. You have to have PlayStation oh, Plus just to play ESO. And then if you want to actually get the experience, you have to be the ESO Plus. So that's extra money. And ESO already costs $60. And then for the downloads that they come out with, every new map right. costs $60. So it's just yeah, like to actually gritty. play. The gaming industry is green. All, all the gaming mm-hmm. industry has oh, all absolutely. Is being, is being gritty because the only there's only one way to tell them like we don't like this is to not buy the fucking shit like yeah you wonder why i take my ass to seven days to die i bought it once <laughs> i do it up yeah, there every now and then i enjoy yeah, exactly. it a good example I enjoy uh, 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 no man's sky no no that was the other game example i was going to say of a game that's giving massive amounts of content yes for uh, yeah. legitimately free i paid 60 dollars for that game and that is an entirely new game and i haven't spent another dime on it to be fair well, i think that they absolutely need to be giving free content to their players because i don't know if you remember when it dropped and people like, were uh, like what the fuck is this because nobody yeah. could finish the game yeah because they were like go to the end and then people were at the end and they're like where do I go from here? It's not even that. The fact that they promised like 
massive players you meet online in different oh, planets. Yeah. Like, and your friends could travel happened. from one human bag. And you didn't have that. It was a single player yeah. game with multiplayer promises. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, they they yeah, fixed it eventually. Really they made it right. It up, but, but, like, oh my God, did they fuck up when they released it. But that's Whoa. that goes back to your should, should games be full price nowadays? Because it seems like a lot of them charge you $60 and then drop an unfinished product. Like, I haven't played a single freaking game almost that's been $60 that's actually been completely finished no issue like maybe one or two bugs but really no major issues I the Tomb Raider know. games have uh, I, I can given me what I Tomb, wanted Tomb Raider <laughs> yeah. is a fantastic we'll exemplary say. well then you gotta think about the companies that make certain games we know Naughty Dog delivers uh, CD Projekt Red delivers that's uh, true Square See, normally- Enix delivers See, normally you expect, like, Bethesda, they're going to have glitches. It's Bethesda. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. But Fallout 76. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. The greatest oh, disappointment no. to anybody who pre-ordered a video game oh. in the history of history. And that's why I'm reluctant to pre-order games now. I don't want to pre-order yeah. games anymore because, like, you never know what's going to you're actually going to get anymore. The, the yeah. I've made this mistake to the point I I'm scared because I made the mistake and pre-ordered Anthem because I was like, well, I can't play oh, Destiny. Oh no, Destiny you know was no. funny. And I pre-ordered Anthem. Anthem. Was one of the- <laughs> oh god, you, you I did? Just, yeah. Oh, man. I'm gonna hug you right now. Oh. I feel like you I need a hug. Anthem. I knew. I knew better. I pre-ordered Evolve. If anybody even remembers that game. I what else? I pre-ordered wow. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. What were you uh, thinking, man? I had yeah, hope. Hold on, hold on. I, had, hold oh, after I will Destiny give two. You had hope. Uh, I will yeah, give Ghost right. Recon the benefit of the doubt because Wildlands and the Division two were great games. They were amazing. They were amazing, but when they made Breakpoint, it kind of like oh, we're just not going to do much. We're just going to add it, a story. It flopped. The character models yeah. were ugly. The game was super buggy. If they had just not, I, I don't want to say rushed it, but I feel like they were just trying to come on the heels of Wildlands a little, still too quickly, and they were trying to benefit from you know John Berthnall being in the game, and they were trying to like before the excitement for it died, they were trying to get it out there, and it was just like, look, cool, he's still going to be in the game, but finish your game so that it's actually playable. And I, I, I haven't touched it since. And the same thing with Anthem. And then it was breaking PS4s. And I was like, great. Worst of all, I got it digital. So it's uh, not even right. I could take oh, it to the no. store. So can, can we say that PSN and the Xbox Play Store or whatever you call it need to have what Steam has in their refund policy? Where it's yeah. like, if you had the game for a certain amount of time, you can return it. And if you played more than two hours, you can't return right. it. Right. That policy is great because within the first 30 minutes, you'll know you'll this know. game is shit. You'll know yeah. whether you're going to play know. it anymore or not. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to play it anymore. And you're just like, I want a refund. And I could have I will say, really at least you didn't uh, pre order Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> no, I actually got that after it had come out, but I didn't wait for the feedback on it. Oh so, my god. Or like, oh, do you remember when people were waiting I for know. like Half-Life 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 for fucking ever? <sighs> They're like, is it even actually going to happen or did it just disappear? <laughs> you know like, did it, are we cold casing What's this worse shit? is like when uh, you have a great series like Mass Effect. Mass Effect was an amazing series. One, two, and three. Great series. And, and then, then the last one came out. Andromeda. And Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. 
So okay, can we talk about the female graphics? If you play as a female character, the mouth, the crazy the mouth, mouth and the eyes. Can we talk about that real quick? Like it doesn't matter what you do, you can try to you can try yeah, to change though. it. Everything else like that, though. it does not matter. That Those mouth. Those were good impressions. They were pretty on point. <laughs> they were on point. That's how I played on. Like oh, with that mouth, dude. And it's always it's always just it, oh, was, it was freaky. Can I go ahead oh. and plug my favorite freaking Twitter channel, <laughs> Ugly oh, Shepherd? No. Now, <laughs> did you ever see that? Where they I had like that. an ugly? I think it was like an ugly female shepherd, and they, she has. Oh like, yeah, you know, I you don't know, know what you're talking about. Yeah, but fucked up. The, I remember Ubisoft learned their lesson when they fucked up both Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. Unity. You remember oh, when Unity God. came out? I have broken eggs came on. Oh my god. A broken watchdog was oh my god. I'm fucking so egg. I'm so painful. I am too. They, well, they, I they, want they, to. they made up for it. They made up for it though with uh, Odyssey and Origins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's those true. Those were great fucking games. amazing games. And they they so fixed I'm, Unity um for the people Unity. that still that still do play it. They did fix it. But the thing is it shouldn't even come to that. That's like, oh, I know. Absolutely. I agree. That's why I'm saying like, I don't, I, I think it's not worth $60 for, for a brand new game from a AAA company or whatever. Yeah. Like, because they usually just don't release a finished product ever. Yeah. Hardly. And when you, and that happened with Modern Warfare too. The first two hours that it came out, nobody could even play it because the surfers got so bogged down because they're. (laughs) a free beta so that they can test their servers to make sure that doesn't happen and then they fuck it up anyway which Ugh. is just so telling that should have been the that, first that time. gigabyte updates yeah oh yeah. yeah those like ridiculous the, updates you can't have another video game on your system at all What's even worse is when you're playing Xbox and for some reason your update is 40 gigabytes more than everybody else's yeah. update and they're I like, shouldn't. oh, that's not supposed to happen. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit, Activision. What the fuck did you do? I shouldn't have to order. Uh, here he goes. Here he goes. Hard drive. Uh, just for COD. Just for COD. Oh, my God. No, you're 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 right. literally right. Because Call of Duty on a PlayStation 4 with everything is about 187 gigabytes right now i think yeah that's ridiculous yeah, that's why i'm saying like that's like, insane a game like no man's sky which in my i believe may not be as graphically astounding but is a way bigger game doesn't even take like 60 gigabytes so it's like what oh, yeah. is what all are that- you putting into it yeah, what it's is a, it's all a conspiracy that? theory that they're making the game so large that you don't have any other games to play. Call of Duty is the only game. Right. Also, which I I fucking believe that. I like, believe that. It, yeah. it seems bullies. true. Is that? They're bullies. I still, yeah, yeah, I, I, like, I believe that. Because you know what game I would love, I would really love to see get remade, and I don't see how they can make a DLC for. It. And I think it would be a solid game, and it would it would be fun, single player game. Nightmare Creatures from the PlayStation 1. Oh, I forgot oh, about Nightmare I Creatures. What that is. I didn't have a PlayStation 1. I had a PlayStation 2, so I, I didn't. Nightmare Creatures actually came out on uh, N64. N64 as well. Nightmare and it was I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to poke a hole in your 
they can't make DLC theory for it. Because if it's a game nowadays, they can make DLC for it. I'm going to tell you what they will do. They'll add a story add-on. And they'll add uh, new creatures. It was, huh? story. It was nope. two points. Nope. They'll add to it with another story, new creatures, new playable characters. Congratulations. There's your DLC right there. On top of that, cosmetics. And cosmetics. You want your character to look like this or like this? You don't about the character cosmetics. to run around in a bikini in the middle of the apocalypse? <laughs> It's, it's a remake. This isn't I, won't, I won't, you know, you, 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 you get the remakes for the graphics, the nostalgia, of course, uh, and things like that, like being able to update the characters and, and you know, whatever. But the storyline is already there. I mean, the ending is the ending. They, they don't leave anything open to debate. No. Mm, well, no. when they remake oh, a game, they change it completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I mean, Assassin's Creed also has finished storylines, but then they add, like, for instance, Everything. with, um, with, uh, what's it called? The one in the Syndicate. They, they finish the story, Jack but the then Ripper you go back DLC. and do Jack the Ripper, which, by the way, I love that DLC. It's so fantastic. It's so it fun. I have so much fun with that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally not side. I am enjoying Jack the Ripper DLC. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, yeah. Well, well here's that, that brings up another topic. Like, if we have a finished game and they want to add on to, like, give us different more to the game for an extra charge, is that okay? My vote is no. No. Maybe for 15 bucks, but not another 15, yeah. not another, another game. Like, a, like I, it's another yeah. game, because you're not giving me another game. You're giving me a small add-on. piece yeah, of what the game already is. Yeah, yeah, yeah EA. I'm going to say... Sims 4. Tomb Raider was there. That's, that's I'm what so triggered right, right there. now. Tomb Raider <laughs> you know what? Since, since, Tomb Ra- since Tomb Raider was has been rebooted, They've had DLCs, a couple per game, and I felt like their DLCs were fair. They were each DLC was about fifteen bucks, and that's how it should be. The reason I'm going to dollars for a DLC, get out of here. The reason I'm going to say no flat out and not at any value is because that's kind of how we dug ourselves in the hole we're in now. Because if you think that (sighs) you're not wrong. Son of a bitch. I am the problem. Yeah. I will play devil's advocate. Have you on the PS2 or the PS1 or games where there was no such thing as DLC? When you beat it, you were like, man, I wish there was more. I'm not going to lie. Yes, I have. You see, every gamer, you're not a gamer unless you've had that feeling. You weren't invested enough. Like, you know, when I played like fantasy yeah. cards, and I'm like, or you were invested more. so much and you wanted more. And I wanted more. How like you 100% the game. I want more. I want more. I want more. more or like a drug. Or what you can do is this is where I have let my niche get a little out of hand. But what prevents me from feeling that is when you've got like 300 video games <laughs> <laughs> that you haven't even beaten half of so it's like okay well i've i've completed this one um on well, to the next game so into one of my 299 other games <laughs> and if i ever well, get to the point of boredom there's going to be a new game there's always going to be a new video game there, there's so many dlcs in all the games it's hard to keep up with and that's what yeah, that's, that's why like they don't yeah. want you to leave the game they want to see how long they can drag it out that's why i'm saying Whatever. gta 5 <laughs> exactly oh, hold up i legitimately think that 
it should be free. The depending on the size, if it's if they're sitting there and they go through a breakdown and they're like, okay, we are going to give you and I'm not counting cinematics. I'm looking at you, Metal Gear Solid. Love your cinematics, but that doesn't count as game time. <laughs> uh, but if yeah, you're going to release and you say we're releasing 10 hours worth of extra content and that's the story itself, not including all the extra stuff you can do, then I would say, okay, I'll pay for that. A good example of something I felt should not have been uh, charged but you know because I'm, I'm a fan and once again like Warner said I'm part of the problem Mortal Kombat Aftermath the extra story if you're good at the game you can beat the extra story in like an hour maybe less mm. a couple extra fights extends on the story adds a couple characters and that doesn't even include all the other characters that if you you know wanted to pay for it to get them without doing you know the extra work then you could pay for them cosmetics all that stuff that's that's like one of the things where i'm like it should have been free that should have just been from you know the kindness of your heart <laughs> but we all know they're wondering like well how can we make money and that's a fighting games is a big culprit of that because what can they really give you that is actually even going to be worth 15 dollars? think about it isn't injustice still like coming out with new dlcs uh, anymore not anymore but they 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 dragged it out as long as they could and and that that's a prime example like that's for me that's a big turnoff and when i think when i see a game that keeps doing that <laughs> destiny and they just uh-huh. keep doing that now your game i, the lore, I love the lore and they knew i do hold up it's amazing but that's that's the what they're never happened so what if like it's in the game you have the option of like through grinding it and doing your own stuff you can unlock it but they give you that little like like mobile shit like you know you pay this and you get it automatically you don't have to I hate that. I hate that. I, hate that I would rather much. just grind. But but well that's, that's another saying, thing. You would, yeah. It's People another thing. We're the microwave generation where it takes 3 minutes and then okay, we have food. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we still don't mind waiting the three minutes. That's right. why I still put my sweet potato in the oven because it tastes better. <laughs> but also, it cooks more evenly. It does yes, cook more evenly. Yeah. Cooks Way more, more evenly. It does. Why the fuck is this like the surface hot? But if I put my finger inside, it's freezing fucking cold. Oh, that was my pies in Italy because our oven was broke. Aww. Aww. Yeah, it really sucked. It also was I, was like this big. And I had to make a turkey one year right. for Thanksgiving, and then I like, but it wouldn't fit in the oven, so I had to like, sh- like shove the baking pan sides together, and it like crumpled up. And I was like, "It's fine, it fits." Oh, and then it, it happens, swelled up so like... much, it hit the top burner, and it burned a hole in my turkey. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Okay, uh, if we ever get to the other for Thanksgiving, we know who is not. Not. I, you know why I make a damn good turkey? Fuck you. It's just that the oven was too small. I have an appropriate oven it's now. It's guaranteed that, that the dude that was a fine dining chef make food for everyone. Well, absolutely. I'm, that's I'm that's that. a good point. He's got a good point. That's a good point. We still got to make our tacos and tortellinis. Our tacos and tortellinis. I got to come over for we'll that. We'll just yeah. invite everybody this time. Although I do, I do make amazing 
uh, homemade sweet potato fries. That, that's I'm that's the best so I got. he's cooking too. Yes. Potluck is everybody bring their best things. Absolutely. Oh yeah. my god, I, mean, I, I haven't cook. been to a potluck. Uh, you barbecue. Yeah. Don't even don't what? say you don't cook. This uh, this man makes an amazing what? French toast, by the way. No. And he barbecues. <laughs> don't no. let him lie no. to you. No. He can what? cook. What? Huh? What? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell oh him the dirt attack you. I'll tell all the dirt. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, oh man, look at I like this. how I accidentally like <laughs> drove us into a different freaking train of thought from you know this whole funny, podcast is guys, I wonder, like, Who was the most nervous person about doing the show and <laughs> took the Shut whole- up! <laughs> I'm the sorry. Lady Bray was gonna get upset and just start yelling. I got comfortable. That's it. See, see. But Joy talk to you guys. Max, I'm doing things. Max. Hello, <laughs> doggy. Doggy has made a present. But we Max. are at the end Thank of you. the episode. Uh, but before we get out of here, I want I, you know let everybody know where they can find you guys if they want to hit you guys up. So if you want to do a plug, this is the time. Do it. Do a same as plug. Also. Also, because I'm personally curious, tell me one thing embarrassing that happened to you this week. I met uh, Lady Bird. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I just, I can, I, leave, just I, I can leave with the embarrassing story. Um, oh, well, go, 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 go. Like, I want to, I, uh, I bought a six pack of beer. I was like, I, I want some beer today. I put it on top of my car. No. I got in my car. No. And I, drove, I drove away. No. And in my rearview mirror, I saw my beer just <laughs> roll off the back of my vehicle. I just kept driving. And, uh, you just left it. You were like, well, guess I'm done. There's too many people. Too many people. <laughs> so I went a few miles down the road and uh, got another oh six pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do the embarrassing driver around get out of the car. Hey, that's almost as bad as that's almost as bad as the birds. Can have that. The birds could have it. The birds will yeah. appreciate it. The drunk yeah. birds. Bird doesn't drink beer. Anyway, <laughs> Yuli, you tell one about me. I'll tell one about you. <laughs> oh, no. I was gonna tell him the breakfast order that we did. What? <laughs> uh, so we were hanging out in the morning and I'm like, I'm going to order me some breakfast. Do you want some? I'll DoorDash you some breakfast. And she's like, yeah, I want some IHOP. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh Where's IHOP? It's in the DoorDash app. I don't see it. It's right there in the breakfast section. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I want to know. Can you get me an omelet? I'm like, cool. I don't see omelet. It's in the egg <laughs> section. I'm like, Makes sense. <laughs> Oh no! no. And then, that was... it, it doesn't even stop there, though. <laughs> oh no! Finish it! Finish it! And then, and then he's like, "Do you want any sides?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" I he said, "You want any sides?" And I said, "Well, I guess I'll take the two pork link sausages." And he's like, "Well, first of all, he said, okay, me and Pip will be there in an hour." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then. Like, I don't see where you're talking about. And I was like, it's under sides. And he's like, I don't see si- Oh. <laughs> 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 like, 
this no. man. I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'll do all your thinking for you today, buddy. <laughs> all my breakfast ordering, my, my my just was like, I don't see anything, so I'm not gonna do it. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. Oh no. I don't have any what? embarrassing stories. So I always do everything perfectly. Uh, oh god. You know what? I got an embarrassing story I heard of Lady Bird. She was once doing a. Was it a tournament? When you met Rabbit and uh, Ernie, she was Shut losing. Up. She was losing that tournament, and on the last round, you know when you can hear them talk before the end of the round, they're like, "Maybe we should give them a round." They did I say that. Bad. I was like, "I don't want you to give me a round." <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I expected them to talk so much trash, and then they were like, "GGs." And I was like, oh, okay. But no, actually, that wasn't even the most embarrassing thing that happened in the tournament. We were, me and Tim were playing the tournament, and, and we were having a really bad set of matches. <laughs> you can hear them on the fifth round and the dude says they keep putting the easy dude on your side and I was like oh, that's oh, me I'm the easy dude oh no <laughs> oh my god oh, yeah, oh, be careful god. when you say that though <laughs> just say it <laughs> ladies and gentlemen she's not easy okay I'm not, not easy <laughs> I was just I was just the easy dude that the was easy really dude. easy to shoot I'm like Lady Bird. Uh, I actually have another embarrassing story, but I'll save that for after the recording because I don't <laughs> think it's podcast appropriate. Okay. Oh, I got another embarrassing story of Lady Bird. Um, when we first when we first started hanging out, I had another group of friends, uh, Willie and Moon, and I decided, hey, why don't we all get together and watch Netflix together? I hate you. And I decided to choose the movie, so I chose. Train to Busan, which Ooh. if you've seen it, fantastic, fantastic movie. movie. It's a great movie. We were we were at the scene where the big dude was holding back the zombies, and then it was his time to go. And at that moment, that's when Lady Bird did the ugliest cry on camera. <laughs> she was dripping. Uh, her eyes were dripping. Her nose was dripping. She was grabbing tissue after tissue. You couldn't after- see that. I had the blanket in front of my face because I knew. I knew. <laughs> I literally had the blanket like here and I just kept saying fuck you Yuli because he chose that movie. <laughs> the whole movie. She I made hate the ugly face. The, the so, tears. Oh my god. I don't ugly cry in front of anybody. This man forced it out of me. <laughs> Such a good movie though. Harley. I, not really embarrassing but uh, I guess the closest thing to embarrassing is mind you I just dyed my hair blonde. Mm-hmm. I've never been a blonde in my life. I made the horrible mistake of going blonde the weekend where my boyfriend's uncle's in town, his brother was in town, his dad was in town, and he's all in town. So they're all playing D&D games. I'm the only female and the blonde in the room. So you can just imagine that real quick, how that goes with four smart asses in the room. They asked me if I needed M&M's or WWs. Um, what was another one? Um, my, every now and again, his dad would look over and be like, don't forget, in and out. Don't forget to breathe oh now. <laughs> like, was, just like, um, it was just so, it was so bad. Because like, it was just any, any blonde joke they could come up with they were dishing out and I was just the center and focal point mind you I've never met his uncle ever so this is his first time meeting me and he's like well at least you can roll with the punches 
And then he goes, but you know what? That's pretty good. I've never met a blonde that can roll with the punches because normally they just roll over and stop. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Oh my oh, God. No. Oh gosh. And then there's some other jokes, but I'm going to save those for later because those oh, are just, gosh. yeah, not, not podcast appropriate. Okay, so so I'm gonna put myself on the on the block here. It's not actually it, it, to me personally. For me, it wasn't an embarrassing thing, but more of like a very funny exchange. So you know how they always say when you get older, you go through your second childhood. Yeah. Well, well, so, so we got we got my grandmother here, and she has this extreme sweet tooth. She will, you know, she will if it's sweet. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, I'm full. I don't want anything to eat. But if you be like, oh, well, then you don't want dessert. She'll be like, no, 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 no. I want dessert. <laughs> it's like, but you said you were full. Oh, She's like, no, 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 I want dessert. So we have pretty much just so that she doesn't, you know, get sick in the middle of the night. We, we, we have a cutoff for, for when we do dinner so that, you know, she can digest her food so she doesn't get sick in the middle of the night. So in one of uh the nights that i was playing online with my friends my mom she's asleep i'm up here playing online with my friends it's like 7 p.m she never eats past 5 p.m it's 7 p.m i'm like you know what i'm gonna go get a drink i'm gonna go downstairs to the kitchen get a drink my friend's like all right cool so i go downstairs tell me why i find (laughs) my 83 year old grandma in the kitchen at 7 p.m digging in the box of butterscotch crimpets (laughs) <laughs> I stand there. I don't say anything. I stand there. She's hand deep in the box with butterscotch crimpers. She grabs it out. Hand grabs, deep in the box. <laughs> she grabs her napkin. She starts wrapping it up real quick because she likes to hide her food like a squirrel. So she's wrapping it up in her little napkin. And then she stands up and she turns around. And her first words to me when she sees me standing there staring at her is... You're not going to tell your mom, are you? I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? That is your immediate concern when you know you are not supposed to be eating that right now. She's like, but you're not going to tell your mom, are you? I'm like, oh my gosh. Were were you the good grandson to like go grab yourself a cookie and then walk away and be like, there you go. No, I couldn't. Was it for me, kind of I, kid? I couldn't. I was like, Grandma, I was like, look, if you if you get, because I thought about it, and I was like, at first I was going to just be like, look, I didn't see anything, but I was like, but if she gets sick, then that's going to be on me, and I was like, all right, yeah. look, Grandma was like, you know you can't have the butterscotch crimper, and I was like, as I'm reaching to take it from her, she's like pulling away from me. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you're not going to no, eat grandma. it, are you? I'm like, Grandma, we got a whole no. box. <laughs> you're not going to eat it, are you? I'm like, oh my God. I'm not gonna <laughs> eat so it. Funny. It'll be there for you. Yeah. She's like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> oh my god! I spent oh, is it, is it, ten minutes fighting with her over a butterscotch crimpet. Is it? Is it one of those things where like she picked that out? Like when you drop your fries on a plate and you have that one fry, that one fry. fry, and you see your friend reaching for it, and you're like ready to yes. stab him or punch him in yes. the face as soon as he reaches for it. Yes. It was one of those moments. It was one of those. So when I got finally got it from her as she's leaving the kitchen. You know when you have like for a parent when they got to tell their when they tell their kids no and they walk away all dejected and hunched in their shoulders and they like they just lost no, the no. fight. She's walking away. She's all and she shuffled away like she didn't know what she was shuffling away real slow and she looks back and goes, 
you're not going to eat it, right? I'm like, oh my, my God. Goodness. <laughs> so I put That's her so back in the box. And then when she walked away, I did what any good grandson would do. You and ate it, didn't you? Back in the box and got a different one. And I took that and I ate my butterscotch cricket. <laughs> <laughs> but the one she wanted, I left just in case there she would you, know. You know what? That's what's important. You kept your promise. I kept my promise. I did not eat the one she was trying to claim for a good 10 minutes from me. So, yeah. But that, and that was just like last night. That's so funny. (laughs) But, guys, this has been an amazing episode. I'm so glad we were able to do this. It's been a while since I've I've been able to have a full panel. This was fun. You're going to have to try to do this this again. Yes. I just want to say a very important announcement, um, and he's he can he can beat me up about it later. Uh, Gaming Ulysses is right here. He is going to be starting up a podcast. Damn so it! I knew I was going to beat you up. When that, that guy, right gets there. launched, guys, make sure you show him show show him some love and support. Let let's uh. uh I'm, uh, I'm the I'm the lover. All right, I don't get the love. I show the love. Okay, well he's going to be getting love. love. Wait, Ooh. wait. <laughs> Wait, can we? I'm gonna edit that. <laughs> we're gonna edit that. You better leave that in. Leave that in. Oh boy. Okay. All right. But if you guys want to, if you guys want to let everybody know where they can reach you, this is your time. If you want to do a shameless plug, please, 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 shameless oh, you can plug. Find me on Cod. Literally at la- as the ladybird. Listen Lady for the chick screaming. Yeah. Ladybird number one nine zero six nine three four. Just send her a whisper. The fact that she room? memorized that. <laughs> That's what I do. Do you have room yeah, exactly. for a player? And I'm usually just... if I do, I will make space. <laughs> I'm Harley Silem on everything. PS4, yes. Xbox, Instagram, Twitter, everything. <laughs> it's easy. I'm not easy, but it's easy. Just just clarify. <laughs> Neither Harley nor me is actually easy, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here I'm just gonna add this. I'm actually easy. You buy me a sub, I will fucking do whatever you want. You can find me on Twitch at gaming underscore Ulysses or at Twitter at gaming underscore Ulysses. Rockon is one eight hundred dial. I can't. Do you guys. I can't. You can you can find me at, uh, on Twitch at just Warners, or um, you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are the underscore Warners. All right. Well, guys, if you want to help support the podcast, think about checking us out and supporting us on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash the GZ Chop Shop, or you can check out our website, the GZ Chop Shop.com. Also, you can find me on Twitch as well at twitch.tv forward slash project with a K, not a C, Itachi. And yeah. Why did I have a brain fart just now? I had a brain fart just now. Like it came out, but like my brain just went, all right, cool. Anyway, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. Stay safe out there, and we will see. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.